<laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, hey, everybody. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Uh, coming up on today's episode. We're laughing. I just spit water all over my computer. <laughs> Frank literally just exploded <laughs> right. with water like all over his computer. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for tissues, but I don't see any right uh, now. But anyways, no, we'll keep going. Coming up on today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Independence Day. It yeah, hooray! Uh, that would be American Independence Day. Woo. We're not going to be talking about like Canada Day no. or anything like that, Dear. which we also just had. God, no. So yeah. there you go, yeah. and who knows? You know, if maybe if this uh, if this round of Egyptian presidency takes hold, oh. maybe they'll sell. <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they'll have a celebration around this time too. Yeah. Well, yeah. My gosh, oh, nice. where you and I are both struggling. Well, it's just a struggling I'd, sort of day, I guess. Yeah, I caught a piece of uh, trail mix uh, fruit, <laughs> fruit and nut bar. In well, the, in the back there's of a my problem throat. with having a quick snack before recording because yeah. I was trying to rinse the cookie out of my mouth, <laughs> and water just went. <laughs> God. Oh, we're dying here, people. At least my computer still works. So. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> Water's generally not good for computers, so no. there you go. Especially ones with all sorts of crevices that go right down into the... Yeah, there you Anyways. go. All right. What do you got for us, Frank? Well, I have a story uh, that kind of follows up with something that we talked about a while back. A um, number of months ago, probably, at this point. Probably three months ago. Okay. I'm going to say it was about three months ago. I'll go with you on that. And we were talking about we were we were being f- fairly critical mm. of um, parents who homeschool their children, <laughs> and but but the article was was steeped in like Christianity and right. was, I think it was something about this German couple right who was trying to um, get asylum in this country right because right. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. teach their kids at home <laughs> back in Germany right anyway so that was the story then and we kind of laid into homeschooling as just a, as an idea. Um, but there's an article that, that popped up this week that I saw about humanists who are homeschooling their kids mm. out of, again, an objection to the public schools, but their objection is that the schools aren't good enough. Right. And they feel that they can do a better job. Yeah. And, but there's a lot of obstacles that they face, uh, such as, uh, the curriculum, the curricula that's available, uh, to, uh, to teach their kids is typically all this Christian-y shit. Yeah. All the, all the books that have been designed up for homeschooling. and right. parent, How does a parent, you know, the methodology of a parent teaching a kid, it's all from this other perspective. Right. And so, um, and so it's specifically talking about this one woman um, who uh, kind of has cobbled together her own stuff and has started to reach out to other, other humanist parents. Right. Um, because, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, there's a lot of issues here. Um, one of the issues is that the Christian homeschoolers, um, they, they, they've recognized that one of the big flaws of homeschooling is that you don't have a lot of social opportunities for your right, kids. Right, right, right. And so they have like these group big outings old, yeah. and whatnot. They got online resources for Christian-y homeschoolers yeah. and, and like, let's these, have a big meetup and... These parents are going to have a hard time having those kind of resources. Right, and, because they're going to go to fucking Jesusville. Ooh, yeah, no. As a... Let's do our outing to to the museum that teaches our kids that, you know, dinosaurs and people were chilling mm. together and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Which, of course, you know. They well, were. Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that's true. But these these humanists, they might have trouble with that. Yeah. And so I found it, I, I it kind of interesting because, you know, 
I if I if I had a kid, I would be concerned about the schools. Mm. Um, not fully like like I I think that my approach would probably be, you know, lots of good outside activities, sure, as like enrichment activities and right. like really trying to dovetail into what they're learning in the classroom. Right. I think that would be my approach. Rather than just keeping them out of the schools 100%. But I would still have a... I mean, it would be a concern. Yeah. I, would, I would not want to trust 100% the public schools to provide my child with a full education. Right. Well, you know, So what do you do? You know? Indeed. But, you know, it's funny because my friend... I, I had a conversation that pertains to this just this week. A friend of mine came in from out of town. Uh, she lives in in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she has a couple of kids. And her... Her oldest is three now. Mm. He is smart. Like mm-hmm. crazy, ridiculous smart. Like he he's three. He reads. Mm-hmm. Not just like knows a few letters or something. He reads. Right. As a matter of fact, I I didn't buy it for a second. Her, his mom, like, you know, we went to, to lunch together. And his mom said, hey, uh, you here's the kids section. Just pick whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This is a three-year-old. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you can read that? And he was like, oh, yeah. Mm. So I made him read all of this stuff to me. And then I just made him read all this other stuff on the menu. I was astounded. Hmm. Kid is so smart. Yeah. Clearly well beyond what his peers are going to be once he gets into school. Yeah. And, apparently, and they live in an, in an area of, of Atlanta that has the worst schools. Oh, no. Yeah. Their schools are terrible there. Huh. And most of Atlanta, apparently has pretty bad schools. So their choices are try and find a private school and pay and a ton of money. Right, which they don't have. Right. Or homeschool. Yeah. So they're considering it. Yeah. Well, but, I, I think a lot of people probably consider... I mean, I don't know if, if your friends, if they both work out of the home or whatever, but I, I would think that if you had two parents who were looking at it and your private school is actually being considered versus homeschooling, You'd probably look at it and go, well, you know what? The loss of the one income <laughs> right. is is preferable to having both of us working and shelling out a shit ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's or it's roughly equivalent. Or roughly equivalent. And so you gotta sort of size up what and in, in that case I'd probably pay for the awesome education. But... Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean if, if it <laughs> if it is awesome education. Yeah. If it's not just well, at least it's not the public schools. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it's I mean, Catholic it's, schools can be pretty good, but if it's just the option of, oh, the Catholic schools. Yeah. Because I don't know that I would want my kids in the Catholic schools. I mean, they'd be, I mean, you know, depending on what the, the local Catholic schools are like. Right. I guess. But it's not just, I mean, you know, there's there's right. magnet schools and all this stuff. And, and frankly, yeah. my friend said she has, uh, you know, she has some ethical questions about like. Like charter schools. Charter schools uh-huh. that are taking, you know, funding from. Well, public well and I, mean, then, I, I saw a thing recently that showed that the charter schools are actually doing very poorly particularly right. in utah oh really that our charter schools just absolutely suck yeah and i know of a couple good ones that are actually good so i don't want to malign all of them you know there's like aims that uh, the kids actually get a really good education but, oh okay but beyond that there's like none it's a tricky thing like, like what is it i don't want to maybe i shouldn't call them out by <laughs> yeah don't by, call by name out. but there's one that does like theater and uh-huh. there's another one that does um, film. Right. As, like, their focus. Right. And I know the film one is, like, goo. 
The theater one, I don't know much about it. I've heard good things, though. I've heard goodish things. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, you know, I, I, I don't badmouth homeschooling as a concept. I think it, I think it puts an enormous burden on the parents. Mm, yeah. But some parents are good at that. So. Yeah, sure. Oh. But you're, but yeah, it, it creates troubles with socialization of the child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to find a way to circumvent, circumnavigate that. Otherwise right. you get kids who like go to national spelling bees and scream their answers for no apparent reason. <laughs> Don't pick on the little kid. I'm not picking on what I'm picking on the parents for not socializing their child. Bully. Well, I'm a bully. <laughs> I'm going to bully these parents into socializing their children so that we don't have to listen to them. So we don't have to bully their kids into being normal human beings. Right. Well, proper socialization (laughs) includes a little bit of bullying so that that they know their place. Wow, Dan. You just stepped into something. Well, I do that Mm -hmm. on occasion. Mm -hmm. All right. What you got? What's next? Uh, Jesus. Mm. Jesus on the mountaintop. I suppose that was bound to happen yeah so there is a it really is jesus on the mountaintop or to be much more specific oh it is, is big this, mountain jesus is this in butte this is in no there's another jesus uh-huh <laughs> montana needs more than one jesus on a mountain yeah because the one in butte's huge yeah this is just like semi-life-size oh here you want to see a picture okay it's in a, it's on the ski slopes in Montana. Oh, uh, I've seen this before, but I don't remember anything about it. Well, uh, so so. It's... Oh, I remember the story from like four years ago. Yeah, there was they had a something. There was some hubbub about it, but you you do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there has been hubbub about it. It's been there uh, since 1953, mm-hmm. uh, or rather, well, so in 1953, what happened was the Knights of Columbus in Montana. This is a right. this is at the the. Uh, Whitefish Mountain Resort in Montana. Okie doke. Uh, and they so so the Knights of Columbus uh, were granted a permit by the uh, U.S. Forestry Service mm. to build and maintain a memorial to honor World War II veterans. Now, doesn't That's that a nice sound thing. nice? Yeah, great. I I approve. They, I would have. They built yeah. a Jesus instead. Does. Is there like does he somehow memorialize these guys? No, he's a. I mean, it's just a Jesus. We, they they claimed that quote veterans of the Tenth Mountain Division wanted to commemorate their fallen comrades with a statue that evoked memories of the many religious shrines and statues they had seen in the mountains mountain communities of Europe. Charming. Anybody want to pull a bullshit flag on that one? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> So yeah, it's Jesus. His arms are sort of raised up as if to bless all the skiers, and uh, yeah, he's in a robe. He should be in a parka because why, it looks cold. Why do I find uh, Jesusy shit and like shrines and whatnot in other countries charming, and in this country I just fucking hate it? <laughs> Not on my home turf. <laughs> Because because in in other countries because if it's in Europe if it's in the old world it feels yeah. it feels like it's a, a relic of another time maybe and here it feels pain, it, painfully present but there's still people that like oh you yeah know, take you know clean them up and take care of them oh yeah venerate I'll tell you man driving through Poland mm. like it was like every you know three to five miles there was either a little shrine to a to a saint mm-hmm. 
or a cross, but it was the giant, mm. like nine to twelve foot tall cross mm-hmm. with little teeny Jesus on it. Hmm. It was this huge cross, and then it would be like, you know, fetal Jesus, GI Joe size Jesus, GI <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus I Joe, oh, or GI yeah. Jesus. I like GI Jesus. We'll go with that. But like, he's so little on this cross. It's so funny. Like the proportion is bizarre. But they do that all throughout Poland, right? Huh. Charming. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and, I, and I bet it was it was, it was just, delightful. It was just funny. It was just weird. <laughs> I didn't object to it. I just thought this is weird. I don't like this place for that. Uh, I, it did actually put me off of like. It made me feel like my point of view would certainly be unwelcome there. Really? Yes. In Poland. Yeah. Hmm. Also, there's like. John Paul II, popery stuff mm. everywhere. Yeah, Every, they don't know he died. <laughs> they don't know that he died there. Like he's he's two popes back now, and they still are just they don't they have no idea. Right. So they they'll be really happy about him being sainted. We're not talking oh, about that story. Oh, that's true. But he he's was been fast tracked. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, something. it's yeah. There you go. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Well, no, they might be unhappy because they find out that he's dead. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, so there's some uh, there's some some hubbub about this Jesus in Montana. Jesus hubbub. All the uh, all the the guys like us raising a ruckus. So, so, so they sued. I think it was a, it was the Freedom from Religion Foundation. They filed their as lawsuit. They should. As they yeah. As well, they should. And guess what? And the judge came out with his decision. Oh, Jesus can stay. <gasps> What we're keeping on the what Jesus grounds? Uh, on the grounds that uh, quote over the course of the last sixty years the statue has become more of a historical landmark and a curiosity. I, I don't know what. No, I almost agree with that. Huh. I almost agree with that. I I can't really go there because you can't because it's you know there's a principle here. Yeah, but so I basically mean, what there's like. Some, people are uh, just people are on a ski slope getting their picture taken with Jesus. Yeah. It's just a silly Jesus on a mountain. Yeah. It, some... I don't think anybody's like like it's a huge difference between that and walking into a courtroom right and seeing like a Christian symbol there. So you're saying there's some sort of statue of limitations. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> wow. I, I normally have... don't go there. No. I normally don't, but it was just some <laughs> it was just hanging right out in front of me. Uh, the judge also said Big Mountain Jesus constitutes private speech reflecting the personal views of its private owners and therefore cannot be seen by the reasonable observer as reflecting government promotion of religion. And that's where he's bullshit. Yeah. That's the moment. Because because the fact that, that Jesus has just been around for forever and he's just this goofy Jesus on the mountain. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But trying to make the argument that that you know it's just the private views of the guys who built it, well, then you, they shouldn't have been allowed to build that. Yeah, no, that's true. it. Can absolutely be deemed. Now you have to actually know that the mountain's owned by the Forestry Service or owned by the U.S. government to even know that it's that you're not on right that it is a political thing. So. I, I tend to think most people wouldn't see it that way. I tend to think most people would not ski past Jesus and think, that's government endorsement of Christianity. Yeah, well, they're probably at some resort, and right. I'm assuming that the resort leases the right. the run. Right. And so 
It's so, almost it's almost in some ways it's almost more what the resort would even want at yeah, this point. I don't know. I mean, I again, it's weird because you know, I mean, I was making a really, really very dumb joke, and I apologize. But um, really seriously, there's some sort of like if it's there long enough idea. Like that's I, what he's that's what he's that's, citing. That's kind of news to me. Well, I don't think that that's you know? like a common legal thing. He's just saying that in this case. <laughs> I love the idea that it's become a, a curiosity. Jesus is curiosity. I'm I'm <laughs> curious about that, Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And well, I mean, tell and, me more about Jesus. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, no, it's well. Frankly, the problem is if you actually, yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be a problem. People should be able to yeah. say, "Tell me more about Jesus," and not go, "Oh, then I'm going to believe that." Right. But I think of it in terms of, I mean, I'm, I'm not supporting this Jesus on the mountain. I'm, I'm actually co- pretty conflicted about it. Because as you say, if we travel to Europe and there's a Jesus on a mountain, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it goes back 300 years, mm-hmm. you don't want that torn down. No, it's cute. It's, it's a landmark. It's like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's why we go to Europe. Right. As American tourists, right? Like we, we, like we don't want that shit torn down. So, do we want stuff like that here? Well, this is the question. I mean, or can we? Is there? Can we make space for stuff like that here? Is that okay? Well, here's the deal. I I kind of have this this part of me that's always like, don't ruin other people's fun. Mm-hmm. And if the judge is kind of doing, it almost sounds like that's where he's coming from. Which is, there are people that enjoy it for its curiosity, Mm -hmm. and there are those who put it up because it meant something to them. And it's really not harming anybody. It's not like they built a church or a chapel or anything like that. It's just a little statue of Jesus. Now, I still object to it. Yeah. But I kind of want to go with the judge in a way. I do, too. And I don't know why. Well, I I just think it's just... I think the emotional side of me wants to go with the judge. Right. But the more reasonable... The, the the problem is that is that we're, drawing the line becomes harder. When we allow mm-hmm. anything, then we're then we're asking ourselves to have to figure out how to draw this line. Yeah. If we allow nothing, then the line's drawn and it's easy. Mm-hmm. But I really kind of feel like I we can let it be a little more complex than just that because it, to me this is a this is a thousand percent different mm. than seeing the Ten Commandments at a courthouse. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't yeah. know. But but if you go skiing in Montana, be prepared. You might see Jesus. Well, maybe we could like draw circles around courthouses and just say, <laughs> just say outside this radius, courthouses, government buildings, like yeah. all of those things. Yeah, anywhere that you'd have to like enter to like need a public service, mm-hmm. right? Or any you know capital buildings. But, but it buildings, does make it weird sort of though. Ultimately, it would make it weird because to just like say, well, yeah, federal land put up, you know, religious shit. Yeah. The other I guess I guess the other question is how would the general populace who, you know, if you take Joe Schmo, who's in favor of Jesus on the mountain Mm -hmm. and you introduce him to, you know, star and crescent on the mountain or. Mm. You know, that sort of thing. How they, how would they respond to that? Yeah, but the Muslims would never do that. No. We need to start encouraging them to do that. But 
It's like a violation. They don't do like icons or anything like that. Well, the, the closest you would get would the be crescent. the crescent. That's that's why I went with the crescent. Or you could do a placard that says something written out in Arabic. Right, right. Or or yeah, it's a, it has it written out in Arabic and then yeah. and then. But a you translation wouldn't have like a statue of Muhammad or no, you're some right. Veneration of Allah or whatever. Right. You just wouldn't. So let's just say there's a big. So the, so they, the they, charm factor is minimal. Exactly. From the, and it's pro- from the, that from is the Muslims. So you're right. It's a problematic yeah. example, but the idea is it's a thought pro. It's a thought problem. Mm. What would they do? Buddhist, right? Buddhist shrines. Yeah, but everybody uses Buddhism as just like home decoration now. Oh, that's cute. Buddha's just Buddha's just like he's not even a like a religious icon anymore. Now he's just like I'm going to put him in my Zen garden in the backyard. Uh huh. Are you a Buddhist? No, I just think he's cute. <laughs> Yeah, so I yeah. don't know. I don't know if there is an equivalent, but we need to find that equivalent, and that will help us draw the line. The line can be drawn simply by finding something that would be repellent to the Christians and figure out where they draw their line, and then we can sort of find common ground. Devil stuff. Satan stuff. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Sure, Satan on the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'd like that. No, no, no. I don't think they would. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So where would you be okay with... Satan stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That's the that's the test. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want the Ten Commandments as you walk into the, the the courthouse, right? Do you also want Satan's Ten Commandments, right? Are you okay with that? No. We've got a line. <laughs> Ta-da! We figured it out. Wow, it's... that's a major problem solved. Yeah, thanks to us, right there, TGIA. Solving the Thanks world's again. problems one story at a time. <laughs> what else can we do? Well, uh, it turns out that a uh, San Diego judge, mm-hmm. um, this is actually, again, a story that um, I'm kind of just doing follow-ups. I like follow-ups. Follow-ups always get my attention. But anyways, um, San Diego the judge says public schools yoga instruction, not religious. Aha. He agrees with us. Yeah. As I recall, when we reported on this, we said... Anyone who does yoga in America knows right. that it's a fitness thing, right. not a religious thing. Just don't ring your stupid bell. Yeah, you, exactly. Don't ring the stupid bell. Stop don't saying, say namaste. Yeah, stop saying the, the, the asana stuff. Yeah. Just start using English words and you're fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing a tree. I'm downward oh. facing dog. Wow. Oh. Those are the two I know. Plank. Plank. Okay. I'm. Uh, <laughs> look at how religious my plank is. <laughs> Look at this. I'm doing yeah. a... Yeah, don't even say sun salutation if you want to keep it easy. If you yeah. want to stay on the windy side of it. Yeah, say... But come on. I'm looking at the sky. Right. I'm glad the I'm judge ruled on in. this. I'm I, opening my arms. It's so funny because because this kind of thing, even if, you know, even if this had been brought... Because we got several letters mm-hmm. from atheists saying, Nuh-uh, that is religion, and we can't have religion in the schools, and blah, right. blah, blah. It's <laughs> not. You gotta draw a line again. Now we're drawing more lines, but okay. the thing is, let's look at it. Is there any kind of dogma being offered? No. Is there any kind of like moral system being offered? Yeah. Here's the deal. It's, um, it's just you know, keep looking. Just no- look at it. Right. I noticed a while back that um, kids at school, you know, will stand up and then sit down. Oh. During the day, and then they'll have to stand up again, and then later on sit down. That's just like mass. It's just like Catholic mass. It's just like mass. I don't. Oh want my the... God! They're doing mass in schools. 
We need to we need to rid sitting up and standing down. Somebody call the furfuf. The furfuf. Sitting do you, down and standing up. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you how do you pronounce the abbreviation for Freedom from Religion Foundation? I like to say furfuf. <laughs> that works. Call <laughs> someone. Get me on the line. <laughs> I see an injustice. <laughs> this is a job for the lawyers from <laughs> <laughs> or their superhero mascot, Man. Yeah, I'll save you. Thank you, Man. And he flies in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, good. so anyways, um, I think you, if you don't remember the story, I didn't really Oh, I guess we up. didn't recap it. But anyways, um, a, a bunch of parents were upset in this school district about uh, yoga, which would have actually like shown, they had shown that in this school district, that teaching these kids, this, this elementary school, yoga, just doing very simple poses and breathing exercises and whatever, whatever, some bending and stretching, um, they uh, they were more attentive and... Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. performance went up just because they were, like, stretched out and more oxygenated, really. Well, and and, and they had had a sort of meditative moment, mm-hmm. so their brains had been, had a chance to sort of collect themselves, mm-hmm. get the wiggles out, as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah. They're ready for school. They are. It's good. Yeah. It's good. You know, the truth of the matter is, if it is religious, if they could claim that it's religious, at least we we have sort of verifiable evidence that, they're, that that religion's working. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't see that from any religions. Yeah, but not a lot of religions bend and stretch. Right. It's the bendy, you know? stretchy part. The yeah. kneely, prayy part doesn't do much. Doesn't do a lot for you. No. No. You, you might get the meditative that. part has been shown. Sure. I you know. I'm a fan of meditation. Yeah. I don't do it enough in my no, own in no. my own life. I know. I always feels a little weird. I have some like podcast meditative stuff that I downloaded, mm. and so like. <laughs> Welcome to the meditation hour. That's the worst part is that it's always <laughs> just so douchey. I'm just like like oh meditation God. doesn't have to be like ting- tingly music uh-huh. and and yeah. or or like Eastern music. Yeah, and it's like this husband wife duo. And he like comes <laughs> in. And he's like, "Hi, I'm Bob," and, she's like, and I'm Jack. And they're all breathy. Uh huh. Now let the feelings in your body. Move away from your conscious mind. Push them away and breathe in and breathe. <laughs> breathe in. <laughs> breathe in the joys oh, of the world and, and breathe out all yes. of your troubles. Oh. Shut up. Relax. Feel your feet relaxing. <laughs> relax your feet. <laughs> Let them relax. Feel your ankles. Okay, you're going you're gonna to put some of our listeners to sleep. Yeah, there's also a warning at the beginning of this one that says, do not operate your car while listening <laughs> yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> Let your hands slip from the steering yeah. wheel. But it's like scientifically designed. Like you're uh-huh. supposed to do it with headphones because one ear will pulsate. Oh god! Against the other ear, yeah. And like it's like hypnotizing oh, that, you. That and sounds horrible. I actually really liked it. Okay. The few times I've done it, I've actually like the rest of the day was pretty pretty stellar. I get, like I said, I believe in meditation. Yeah. That that doesn't sound nice to me, but maybe it is pleasant. <laughs> I I haven't given it a shot, but yoga I've tried. I personally don't like yoga, but right. I I think it's great. For those who do, mm-hmm. and sure. I, I and I fully and support. And let these kids do it. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, and let them do Jesus Christ, too. Don't let them do Jesus Christ. Oh, let right. them do yoga. That's and right. let them say Jesus Christ. Let them so. say, Jesus Christ, this yoga's working. <laughs> oh. Hey, you remember when we were in Topeka, Kansas? Boy, do I. And we uh, we went to that that their Westboro Baptist Church. Show do. I mean, we didn't go get to go into the. No, Westboro but we looked, Church. but we 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 gave it a good scanning. I mean, it's what's interesting about it is it's kind of nice to have like, even though we didn't get real exposure to it, just to have like the place, have that yeah that, yeah that yeah memory of the place and know it what it is. Totally blew my mind. It did mine that as place well. blew my mind. Mm. Westboro <laughs> is a lovely little neighborhood. Oh, it is. It's, it's fantastic. adorable. Anywho, uh, the, so these guys, as as you know, Franklin, mm-hmm. they don't like the gays. I've and heard they're very vocal about that. Yeah. They, as a matter of fact, when we were there, they had, what did the signs say? Something about fag marriage. Fag marriage, and they had the um, both the American flag and the pride flag flying upside down mm. above their church. Right. Indeed. Would you would you they qualify? Like would you qualify them as a hate group? They're they're a hateful group for sure. Mm-hmm. What does it take to be a hate group? It's a question. It's an interesting question, and one which the uh, United States government, or at very least the president, doesn't really want to answer. Interesting. So you're, you're aware of the we, the We okay. the People petitions? Mm-hmm. It's an online thing that Obama started, where anybody can sort of start a petition on uh, on the the White House website. Yeah, and if it gets over a hundred thousand signatures in the space of thirty days, uh-huh. then uh, then the White House is obliged to to, to answer on it. it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there have been five "We the People" petitions, uh, which condemned the actions of the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, well, or or rather, five that asked him asked uh, the Obama administration to categorize. Uh, Westboro as a as a hate group okay. and remove their nonprofit status. Okay, I think that sounds fair. It does, but I, they're I, pretty much a hate group. I still want to know what what does it take? What is the legal definition of what a hate group is? Well, so here's what the White House said. Their their response was basically to say uh, that they were powerless to define to list uh, the church as a hate group. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that the federal government does not maintain a list of hate groups, instead leaving that task to private organizations such as the Anti-Defamation League mm-hmm. and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Right. Well, both of those organizations have listed them as a hate group. Well, then fine. If that's standard practice, I'm fine with it. Why do we need the, the White House to jump in on it? Because they're not doing anything. Because these, these people still have their nonprofit status. Hmm. And uh, and yeah, so so yeah, this is a the administration's basically uh, taking a a walk on this one. Mm. The five petitions received six hundred and seventy four thousand total signatures. Um, More than four hundred and thirteen thousand supported listing Westboro as a hate group, and more than two hundred and sixty thousand asked the White House to revoke uh, or investigate its tax exempt status. Hmm. I mean, I think everybody can sort of agree that what they do you know pro protesting at at funerals of service people and now now i think they're going to go and protest at the uh the funerals of the uh the firefighters oh, who were just killed God, in, in what was it arizona yeah so, arizona yeah so yeah they're uh you know that's not nice they're not nice 
they're kind of assholes yeah. about their religion and whatnot. Um, but yeah, apparently, apparently there's some question as to whether huh. or not they're a hate group, well, according to the Obama administration. And, and this is very just like I'm barely poking around here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, into the idea of a hate group into what a hate crime hate group is yeah Mm -hmm. and so i found a wikipedia page that says uh, you know uh, a hate group is an organized group or movement that advocates the practices or uh, that advocates and practices hatred hostility or violence toward members of a race ethnicity religion gender Sexual orientation or the other designated sector of society. Blah blah blah. But ding ding says, ding. I think we have a winner. But then it says, according to the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation, hate groups' primary purpose is to promote animosity, blah, animosity. Blah 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 blah. And so I was like, ooh, that's are they defining hate groups? The FBI. Um, yeah. Because if so, would they be keeping a list? Yeah. And so I'm I'm nosing around on their website right now, and they have a picture of the Ku Klux Klan. Which, they're not very nice. They're not nice. They're definitely a hate group. There should um, be and then they have links. links. They, they should... have links to the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League there and so go. forth and so on. So it seems like they're letting those groups keep those lists. Right. Yeah. All right. I, I think somebody should start a nice group. A nice, a nice, a list of nice groups. A love group. Love groups. Hello, you've. I'm sorry, but we've listed your organization on our list of love groups. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Uh, well, all right. Interesting. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, I have another one. We're, yeah. we're coming up on Ramadan. Ramadan, ding dong. Um, as we do every year. Um. Because, but who knows when? Because it's like on the lunar calendar. Or something. Yeah, it usually ends up being about a half a month earlier each year. I think is what mm. I figured out. Or it just it just sort of moses three weeks earlier or something. Moses like that. around the calendar. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all it's all screwy. But what's I mean, it's kind of cool because sometimes Ramadan's in the winter. Sometimes right. it's in the summer. Right. You know, so you get all these different kinds of Ramadan. And of course, Ramadan is us. the 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 Muslim uh, month f- month of holiday fasting. month of fasting. Yeah. Yeah. And they love their Ramadan. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Because it sounds effing miserable. <laughs> just sounds awful. But anyways. It just sounds silly. It's not like you're not eating. Right. You're just torturing you... yourself for most for the productive right. part of the day. And what they do, what's great about this, is that they um, will wake up before sunrise. Right. Have a big meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then suffer through the day. And then right as the sun goes down. Just feast, 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 right, feast. Right, exactly. You, you should never ever celebrate Ramadan. No, because you get grumpy. I would, I would be hangry eat. the entire, <laughs> the entire month. Um, and I, I, I would have to think that there are Muslims who would be hangry as well. Yeah. Um, but anyways, oh, can you imagine like Uncle Grumpy? Like there would be, there would be all these people that you know you just sort of have to mostly avoid, yeah. or you can talk to them right in the morning. But like by one o'clock, you gotta like never talk to them. Yeah, or they'll just be mad at you. Yeah. Well, it raises an interesting question: uh-huh. the occurrence of Ramadan and the U.S. Um, federal um, government uh, when they are holding, uh, you know, um, Muslim prisoners who are on hunger strike oh, at yeah. Guantanamo Bay. Okay. And they want to celebrate Ramadan, but they're force feeding them. 
You you have to force feed me only before sunrise and after sundown. It's my religion. Yeah. <laughs> I want please let me starve to death. Yeah. On my hunger strike. Right, exactly. Yeah. Look, I understand you can't let me starve to death completely. But here but my religion dictates. Right. You gotta let me Right. And so what's actually this is that might be mildly misleading might be a, a false characterization of what's really going on but um the uh so prisoners at the at Guantanamo Bay are asking um a federal court to halt the force feeding mm. um that's um that, be, that that um because of their their hunger strike right so whatever but they're 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 really I mean, yes, it's because Ramadan is coming up and all that, but it's this has been going on for a few months now. This mm. this um, hunger strike, and it it uh, does raise another question, which is, well, basically, what they're saying is, is it can they force us to eat? Yeah, right. And I know that. Yeah, I think it. I don't know. It seems established that that we can that prisons do <laughs> yeah. force you to eat but you're we're not already doing to hunger to, to go on hunger strike but right. that's what they're saying is that it's it's taking away some well here, I don't know, basic so here's human a right question to starve to death here's I don't a, know. Does, does an iv count as eating no, they, for, do, they for, use nasal tubes oh but i see what you're saying for ramadan can can they can they jam it in their veins instead of down their throats i don't know i don't think that they get much you can't get it's, tons of nutrition right that way. right i'm just saying like at least it at least it sustains. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with compromisey stuff here. Yeah. I don't know why. Why am I compromising with their religion? I don't care about their religion. Yeah, I know. Because it's it's a silly silly thing. Anyways. But we can't. But here's the other thing. It's more than just do we acquiesce to their religion. It's we're we're making an international political statement. However, we handle this question. Yeah. Makes an international political statement. Right. And I, you know, we got to be you. You got to tread lightly mm-hmm. in situations like well, this. also because. I don't like Guantanamo Bay. No. I think it should be shut down. Yeah, I absolutely. think those prisoners should be put into, you know, the American justice system. I mean, that's yeah. my that's my position. Me too. You know. Um, and I don't know all the ins and outs, and I don't fully, you know, I'm sure there's stuff we're not privy to as to, like, why they would be kept there. But There's we're... nothing I'm not privy to. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, uh, that that's my, that's my position. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And so already I have, like, these weird conflicted feelings about, you know their situation but yeah. i don't think they should be allowed to starve to death and quite frankly what do you do I, do I think why not just force feed them in the middle of the night yeah you can you, know, you can like, totally do that like that or, i think that'd be like the ultimate sort of just like okay well we'll keep you alive after sundown yeah or you just force feed them and you just say you know you're what you know what they need to do they need to get a muslim cleric to to uh to announce a ruling that being force fed is not against the law because they can't help it, mm. and then just keep force feeding right. them. Because obviously, that's their right to practice their religion is the issue here, right? Well, yeah, because I mean that's the because apparently, right? Because they they fall under the Geneva Convention with right. this thing because they're prisoners of war. I guess. I guess supposedly it's how they're being held. Ish. I mean, they've already sort of. I don't know. It's so weird. That's what. Is also anyway, about it. It, the 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 important thing here is that that's that we've encountered this question. Like 
oh, look, we've run up against this. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I I love I love all of the food related religiony things. It's yeah. cl- it's clear I mean it's clear that these religions go back far enough that like I mean what did you have to fuck with in a person's life? Mm. Their food. Right. That's that's like I mean if you're going to fu- you got to fuck with people somehow. Right. To get them sort of psychologically in line. Mhm. So you've messed with their food. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you tell them. Don't eat this, do eat that. Eat mm-hmm. 10 of those. Right. You know, Joseph Smith did it. Mm-hmm. He did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you know. Yeah, but this one is like crazy. <laughs> and when it falls in the summer, it's a big deal. I mean, the Salt Lake Tribune had stories on it today in the newspaper. Like, you know, uh, what what are the local Muslims doing uh-huh. when with all this heat and, you know, the blah, 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 blah. Oh, it is hot. And long days. Yeah. Super long days. Yeah, exactly. That's what sucks. Ha, 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 ha. You, you have to not eat on the longest days of the year. Yeah. I would say you'd want to be a Muslim, you know. I'm a winter Ramadan Muslim. Well. I, I practice Ramadan when it's in the You could be like some kind of snowbird equivalent. Oh, right? okay. So, so you go down the to the southern hemisphere. hemisphere. <laughs> yeah. When, when, so you always have the short. I like to day. visit McMurdo Station on the south in in in, in Antarctica <laughs> for Ramadan when it's in the summer. <laughs> yeah, and Iceland when mm-hmm. it's in the winter. Yeah, be nice. That's the way to beat the system. Yeah, if you're a Muslim. Frankly, well, it's it's like the uh, what what Jewish rabbi said it. There was some Jewish rabbi that said that fam- rather famously said, "If God has provided a loophole, then it's not against God to exploit it." Mm. And that's how they justify wow. all of their little devices that keep them from breaking the Shabbat, even though they're breaking right. the Shabbat and right. whatever. Yeah, it's clever. I don't roll on Shabbos. What do Muslims in space do <laughs> during Ramadan? Is we, it just like this series of sunrises <laughs> and sunsets? They're just like, <laughs> and then, oh, sun's up. Can't no, eat. no, it's great. They can eat all the time because yeah. they got like an hour of sundown yeah. and then an hour of sun. Yeah, they get like six or seven sunrises in a day, right? Right, so they, yeah. can, they can eat. They're yeah. totally fine. Go to space. Space Muslims. <laughs> and now it's time for space uh, Muslims. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of space and, mm-hmm. and aliens they're Mm-mm. from. Are you serious? Yes. That's where we're going? Superman. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were going elsewhere. No, we're going to Krypton. Hmm. No, we're going to to Earth with a kid from Krypton. Oh. You know, because okay. of Superman. Yeah. So the new Superman movie came out. And we didn't report on this. I, I had intended to do this story, but there was, this whole, there was a whole thing. I mean, it is crazy Jesus-y, this movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Okay. So neither of us can really speak about what we saw. But I've right. heard reports all about, like, you know, him flying in, like, through a thing in, in the cross position. Oh, rather than his yeah, arms right. Yeah, his arms front. are supposed to be so out in front yeah, of him. That's how he flies. Right. But Can in, he fly with his arms to the side? Apparently. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> you think his power of his flight power is based, was on... based on his arms being out in front of him? Because uh, how, how, how does his flight power know where to go if know. they're not following his hands? I don't know. Anywho, so, so yeah, there's that. And then there was a thing where he's confessing or he's talking to a priest and he's, he's got big image of Jesus and a red cape behind him. And oh, like wow. they went f- like 
yeah, they went fairly obvious with this one. Wow. Old Zacky okay. Snyder apparently is very into the whole Jesus equals uh equals Superman mm. issue. Okay. To the point where the uh the studio uh actually went out of their way to create uh sermon notes that they disseminated to the pastors of our country. Really? So that, so that the pastors could, if they wanted to, mm. do a Superman sermon. To promote their movie. To promote their movie. How fucking genius is that? Yeah. It's like free publicity. And even also if, gross. Yeah, it's totally gross. <laughs> of course it's, it's disgusting. Uh. Let's exploit people's religion. I mean, but, you know, hey... Might as well. Might as well. They exploit their religion for their own purposes anyway. Right. So, so you might as well exploit it for them. Yeah. Expo- exploit their religion to get money. Uh, well, I'm going to say a sentence I've never said before in my life. <laughs> okay. Last night I was watching Leno. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. Anyway, Superman is on. The guy? The guy. The, the actor. actor. Okay. Yeah. He is one fantastic looking young man oh he's a dish holy cow oh yeah oh, where do you find that in that doesn't occur in nature in england somewhere oh. apparently. national health care system right. national <laughs> you, you're, gonna, you're gonna give them the credit <laughs> i'm not sure healthy that... people <laughs> yeah he's a he's a he's a he's a good looking fella and i'll bet with that english accent he's even sexier. yeah it sounded a little <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Maybe I've been watching too many like British programs lately that I've just gotten used to British accents. But um, it sounded not fully a little transatlantic. It sounded a little, yeah. Sounded like he's he's been in the U.S. a while or or something. I don't know. There you go. Maybe I was imagining things. Anyway, yeah, he's a sexy guy. Uh, So so there's some new there's some new news. That was the old news about about there's new. Well, it's not news. But apparently, a bunch of uh, Christiany people are are lashing back <gasps> against Why? this notion because they he... thought it was Jewish. Well, he no, that it was Superman. No, <laughs> he was Jewish. He was yeah, created to be clearly yeah. Jewish. But uh, but no, the, their objections are more that he uh, uh, he's not like Jesus. Even mm. though even though there was like there are moments in the movie apparently where he's where like. His his earthly dad says, you were sent here for a reason, mm. sort of things. All these things. To save mankind. Um, to die for us on a cross. Yeah. Uh, what, is, isn't that a line? Because... <laughs> yes, exactly. That is a line. Except when they tried to hammer in the nails, they just the nails all just Kink. bent. <laughs> Kink. Well, this isn't going to work at all. Oh. We can't crucify this guy. And then he just, and then they manage somehow to use kryptonite to drive the nails through, and then, <gasps> then he just flies away with the with the cross. Yeah, <laughs> airplane style. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for one of these ob- objectors to this notion was Reverend Thomas Reese. Mm. Uh, he's a Jesuit priest. He he called. He said, not only is is Superman not like Jesus, he is. In fact, quote, the Antichrist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he's the Antichrist. Oh, uh, seriously? Yeah, he's, he says... We have to, he had to take it there. After he, after he saw the movie, he tweeted, <gasps> uh, Superpowers, not love, conquers evil. The Bash the bad guy, don't turn cheek. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> He's right. Well, yeah. He's I right. Mean, I agree with him, actually. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem very Jesus-y to me. First of all, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus walks on water. That's great and all. But can you fly? Yeah, Jesus never flew. I don't, I don't never heard about him flying. I, I mean, he, he helped guys find fish. There's, there's a lot we don't know about Jesus. <laughs> Wait, yeah, there's but... like all those years in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. He was flying when he was in Egypt. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah. And don't the, now, now, how did he come to the Mormon continent? He kind of descended from heaven, huh? He flew. He flew. Uh, of a, of a, well, he ended up going back up. So, yeah, he can fly. He, so, yeah, Jesus. But that was after his death. Yeah. And that, that flying gesture was with his hands down to his side. According to... With palms. Whatever out. painting. Freiburg or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so I think Jesus can fly. But does he have laser eyes? Isn't that <laughs> not, a song? Not Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> Oh my God! Anyway, there we go. <laughs> okay, this this is a job oh. for Jesus eyes. <laughs> oh, wait, I want to I want to see Jesus, some guy that's just dressed normal, mm. run into a phone booth and come whipping out in a robe as Jesus and and sandals. Yeah, and then just stop and go. I love you, my yeah. people. Yeah. Yep. Um, actually, um, I will say this because I was flipping channels last night. Uh, <laughs> David Letterman, the top ten, um, he did make a good point. The top ten list was horrible. It wasn't funny at all. David Letterman is no longer funny, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been a while, but he had, he's definitely not funny. Um, but the top ten made the point of the fact that um, where like you know phone booths. Really? Yeah. Where is he changing now? Yeah. Where indeed yeah. he has to he has to find a well yeah. he just has to duck behind something yeah but that was that's so important dumpsters I want him to jump into dumpsters and change <laughs> Superman now changes in a dumpster those uh, coin operated public toilets yeah sure oh, do they have those in New York no I don't no. not that I've ever seen okay all over Europe though so if he yeah. visits Europe then he could do it there right. Yeah. And Metropolis is its own city. We don't know. Oh, that's true. What they have in maybe Metropolis. they still have phone booths. Maybe they still have phone booths. They you have know little what? booths for people to step in with their I'll cell phone. What? Which is, I wish that actually existed. A little, a little cell phone. A little six, isolation know, chamber. Isolation chamber. Yeah. There you go. That's what I want. No, Metropolis just all you. The coverage is just awful there. You mm. need phone booths. Yeah, because you just can't get a signal. Yeah, <laughs> it's Rose Park. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, amen to that. That's where we live, everybody. <laughs> you don't get good coverage here. No, you don't. It depends on where I'm laying in my bed. <laughs> yeah. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is a great way to follow us during the week. Mm-hmm. If we happen to write anything on yeah, there. Yeah, other people do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there is a conversation occurring. Yeah. That's that's the that's the message there. Just, just, um, also, every now and then we just post a thing, and then it's like, hey, look what you get to see. This yeah, thing we posted. Pretty cool. Um, or you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Uh, we're going to take a quick, quick little break. Yeah. And we're going to watch a fun little video. Well, listen to. Listen, sorry. I'll you, be, I'll be you can watch it. it. Yeah. Our our audience at home. 
can listen. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but what this is, just to set this up, uh, we have a... We don't really know who this man is. We do. I mean, you do, because the title of the thing. But I'm not going to tell you the But title. who the hell cares? Who the hell cares <laughs> who he is? He's just... He's a, he's a preacher in a really nice suit, standing at a fairly nice podium in the front of some, some big church. Yep. Son, don't go to sleep while I'm talking. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, don't, don't you lay your head back. I, I'm, I'm important. I'm somebody. Now, you might do your English teacher that way, but I'm not teaching English. I'm teaching eternal life here. I love you. You know I love you. Have I convinced you I love you? Uh, yeah. You better, th- you better nod your head yes. All right. Come on. Put it right there. All right. You stay awake and you listen to me. You say, well, he may never come back. Well, he ain't here now. And where have you been, Mr. Underwood? And I noticed on the calendar I'm supposed to marry y'all. What makes you think I'd marry you? You're one of the sorriest church members I have. You're not worth 15 cents. And you want me to marry you to her? And you want to marry him? And he don't even know where he belongs? And you don't even know where you belong? Now, uh, let me tell you all, everybody here, how much I love these kids. Do you know I love you, sir? Stand up, big boy. Do you know I love you? All right. All right. Give me a little love. I'm a real deal. Uh All right. I know you are too, but you ain't been here. You can't get this in any other church in town. Are y'all keeping the camera on me back there in the little video room? Good. We're having trouble in the video room. There's no one finer than young Cox back there. And he comes down here and spends hours in that thing. But he has a little attitude adjustment that we're going to fix. Brother Cox, you listening? Because, Brother Cox, I can fix your attitude adjustment. And I don't care what your mama thinks and your daddy thinks. And I don't have a better friend than your mama. But, Mama, you get out of my way when I'm messing with that boy. Because I'm his preacher. I'm, I'm yours when I'm talking to you. But I'm his when I'm talking to him. And last I checked, he's a grown man. And that video room ain't going to be a youth hangout. We might as well just fix this thing. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, if you don't know what you're doing wrong, son, you don't care about what I want to do right. Because if you loved me and you submitted to me, you'd know what my heart is and my message is and you wouldn't go about establishing your own kingdom in the video room. (laughs) Wow, he's a lunatic. There is trouble in heaven. (laughs) Trouble in paradise. Or rather, in the video room! (laughs) I got trouble in the video room! Oh my good lord! Uh, That's a <laughs> this guy kills me. Like, wow, wow. Are pastors I, like that? I don't know. I, I do. mean, it's clear. The thing is that a pastor, unlike see, in the religion that you and I were raised in, mm. in mainstream Mormonism, yeah, there is a a an issue with uh, confrontation. <laughs> well, there's an issue with confrontation, but also you know that the guy at the head of your at the head of your uh, congregation. Isn't he's not getting the paycheck oh, right. for what he does? He doesn't feel the pressure to to you know make his living doing this. Right. He's a layperson who's been called by the higher ups yeah. to take care of you. 
So, like, there's no sense, there was never any sense in Mormonism of, we could fire this guy. Oh, right. Yeah. Or or I, I should leave this parish. Right. You know, like, it's not, it's, you know he's going to be gone later. Right. And you know that you're, you don't leave because he's just one dude in this wealth, in this larger, and much, much larger structure. Right. So, like, maybe you complain or something, you know, to the... That's, but see... But uh, this guy... Somebody over the pulpit chewing out a Mormon congregation doesn't really happen. No, that would never happen. They, they don't do it. They don't... I mean, the the level of discomfort, the 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 body, the, 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 right. the posture that would come <laughs> to everybody in the whole place, super, super tight crossed arms, everybody knees would... super close together, right. shoulders shrugged up, and just like... like starting to bend forward and look at the ground like it would just be a mess all the babies would would start to cry yeah yeah because the parents pinched them so they leave them (laughs) right yeah 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 (laughs) it's so so yeah i mean but to me what what's astounding about that clip is what it points out to me is that this is this man's job and he he's gonna lose his livelihood Mm -hmm. if he doesn't keep like control over these people yeah yeah and so he's up there now again fire and brimstone is a very like foreign concept to a couple Mormons. Right. And so I don't, I, but in the whole Baptist thing, this was Southern Baptist. Um, I know it's not foreign, but right. I don't know how it works. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if he's just like calling his congregation to repentance or whatever. If he's calling he's... them back somehow. And this is like, I don't know if he's whole, using some forms here that they would recognize, you know, like, yeah. or is he just legitimately having a hissy fit? I think he's and just the going nuts. The kid back in the video booth, was pissed off enough at him that he posted the video on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You know, not just to the congregation's channel, but to right. like his yeah. personal channel of like, "Fuck you, pastor." <laughs> yeah, creating. I'm going to take my video talents elsewhere. Exactly. I'm going to take it down to First Methodist. I will create my own kingdom in the video room, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and don't tell me I won't. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we have some uh, some emails. Various, various and sundry folks have written to mm. us, uh, and I wanted to, uh, to to mention them. Let's hear it. So we've got this email from Ron. Okay. Ron, uh, Ron is, uh, he also bought us drinks. Oh, thank you, Ron. Yeah, that was really sweet of him. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, uh, and he said, so he, he mentioned that, uh, that we asked on, on episode 83, uh, we apparently we we essentially asked uh, what are, what are we as an atheist movement movement trying to do? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are we trying to get rid of religion, vent, make things right for everybody? So he said uh, he he suggested that we might want to gather the mission statements of secular groups together mm. and look for what sort of consensus we could find. Okay, I thought that that was a very interesting approach to uh, yeah to 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 answering that question or at least to beginning. Uh, an answer for that question. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See what see what everybody's doing. Okay. Uh, so, but I didn't do it. No, I didn't actually go out and seek anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, seek it out. Somebody might have already done that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, and he did actually. And then he sent us another email that just happened to have the Wikipedia list of secularist organizations. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's out there. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Maybe we should look into that. I was just too lazy to actually do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so. So. But thank you, Ron, for uh, great idea for thank, that. Thank you. Um, we uh, we also got a donation uh, from Mark. 
who okay. is who 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 gave us a a one time donation. That was very sweet cool. of you. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Mark. Um, and donations also from uh, Megan. Oh, thank you, Megan. Uh, who is who is uh, yeah, who also did a one time donation. Very nice. Um, so and then an email. Oh, and we and Chris or sorry, Sean started a became a monthly subscriber. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Sean. So that's awesome. Um, as did. Oh, I'm finding all of these things. I need to organize myself better. I apologize, everyone, but also Richard. Is a is a month is a new monthly subscriber. Thank you, Richard. So hooray for you guys! Uh, th- this all goes a long way towards helping us uh, continue this. Indeed, not just you know what, not just monetarily, but it makes us feel like we're valued, and then we want to do it more. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we really haven't seen any of the money. Oh no, right? the money doesn't come to us; it just yeah. goes to our expenses. Yeah, but uh, but it's nice that we that people are are sharing. Yeah, that, that burden. And it's with amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Awesome. Um. Uh, so I wanted to read uh, a thing from David, who wrote, "Hey guys, uh, I was listening to your conversation with Noah on the on the June twenty eighth episode, and I must say that it was wonderful. I thought so too. I really enjoyed our conversation. It was, with it was Noah. a nice conversation. Uh, he thought he'd chime in. He said uh, the mistake that we make when we engage theists in debate is that we often launch into telling them that they are wrong." Mm. This doesn't get you anywhere, and they shut you out of almost. They shut you out almost immediately. I find that if you casually mention the fact that you're an atheist, and then allow them time to let the shock wear off, they will usually become curious and ask questions. Huh. At this point, uh, he he advises avoid uh, their beliefs completely and just explain yours and why it works for you. I find this works even where even where I am in rural Arkansas. Well, all right, yeah. I think so. I think that that's a great that's a approach. Good, great approach. It's uh it it it's uh there's still there's still something subversive just about saying I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. So uh so I think I think you can especially in a place that's really conservative, mm-hmm. say a rural Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying it I think will be I mean it it's a double-edged sword because people might not ask you about it. They might just write you off as satanist and uh leave it at that. Mm. But some people will get curious, and uh, you'll, they'll know that they can come to you with questions. Right. However, they won't know that if you're grumpy at them. Right. Yeah. I'm an atheist, jerk. Don't, <laughs> don't say bless you when I sneeze. <laughs> I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I thought that was good. Thanks, David. Um, Brian wrote to us. Mm. Said he just found the podcast and is enjoying it a lot so far. Cool. Well, I certainly hope so. We're putting plenty of work into it. Indeed. Yeah, right. Like, I say that right after I say, sorry that I didn't actually look up the thing that I was... Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Anyway. Get some um, work done. He says he especially finds it interesting how similar a Mormon upbringing is to a Jehovah's Witness upbringing. Hmm. Uh, He wasn't allowed to associate with any non-witnesses growing up. So pretty much the only people he could be friends with uh, were the other half dozen kids his age at the local Kingdom Hall. Which is the J Dub Church, right? Uh, and a few kids uh, that he got along with at school. Um, so he says uh, he left at age twenty five, and he 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 thought we'd uh, we'd enjoy his interaction, the the interaction that occurred uh, with his mom when she met his wife, then okay. f- then fiance for the first time. Okay. Uh, he says, "quote When I told my mother that I was getting married, her reaction was." Uh, was what most people would have upon hearing 
that someone had died. She responded with a listful, oh, and then immediately asked, do you have any inclination to come back to the Jehovah's Organization? I told her no, and she said, oh, okay, and we ended the conversation. Dear God. Yeah, that's not very nice. And then fast forward a few weeks later, we're at a restaurant, and my mother meets my fiancé for the first time. All my wife knows about Jehovah's Witnesses is what I've told her so far, so I decided to use this occasion as a teachable moment. Sure enough, within five minutes, my mother is steering the conversation toward religion, and I let her. I decided to let the crazy speak for itself, and boy, did it. The first thing she said was that she was surprised we were getting married because most people just live together. (laughs) Then she launched into a lecture about how she loves me, but she loves God Jehovah more, and if she were on Noah's Ark and saw me outside, she wouldn't run outside to get me. Dear God. After we left the restaurant, my wife turned to me and said, when we have kids, we're not going to allow your parents to be alone with them. (laughs) No kidding. Anyway. uh, Holy cow. That's... I mean... It doesn't surprise me, but it's like it's rough. That's some that's some serious shit. It's uh yeah. Chalk that up to reason huh. number, you know, seven hundred and eighty nine why religion can be toxic hurt, hurtful <laughs> in a family. <laughs> yeah. Well thanks Brian for that. Yeah, thank you for sharing. He also offered uh some uh some guidance if we ever want to do a j-dub show Ooh, we'll have to take him up on that yeah we should you know what i'm just gonna say it i'm gonna say uh brian email us some stuff about the j-dubs yeah good i'm I'm, i'll leave it to you to determine what you think are the salient points but uh (laughs) but send it in and any other j-dubs i'm calling out yeah all of you just send in your experiences and maybe and we'll do a j-dub show yeah all right uh yeah yeah so uh we've got some voicemails yes we did um, I'm just going to go ahead and play the, the first one. Okay. Hey, Frank and Dan, Adam from Las Vegas. Just wanted to chime in on uh, what the scathing atheist had to say, and I actually couldn't disagree with him more, and I actually agree with you guys. The problem with the monument um, is that what you're doing is you're defining your opposition by being their opposition. So when you're talking about a group that's faith is based on persecution and salvation – I think one of the worst things you can do is show them that we are an outgroup and you are outside of our group and vice versa, and therefore we help define what you believe by being against you. I also don't think that the um, front of a courthouse is a place for, you know, theological dick-waving. I think, you know, your idea of a monument expressing the importance of separation of church and state is the perfect, perfect solution because it, it shows that it isn't the place for theological dick-waving. That, that's not what we are about. So just wanted to chime in. I just I don't like the that uh, attitude that, you know, they can't, don't understand, so you got to give them more, you know, and just be in their face uh, with everybody else. And the problem is, is all that does is, you know, temper their resolve and, and make sure that they understand that now we are two separate groups that are at each other's throats. So that's it. Just wanted to chime in on that and uh, love your show. Bye. Cool. Some great points, Adam. Really good. Love it. Yeah. And, uh, and and I think the phrase theological dick waving needs to be uh, <laughs> enshrined in the pantheon of great phrases. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, and then we have another email as well, or voicemail, and I'll go ahead and play that one. Hey, Frank and Dan, this is Tom from Colorado, and we're driving cross country to California, and I picked up a Deseret News. <laughs> it's so much fun. I just wanted to say hi. See ya. Bye. 
<laughs> I love that. Uh, Deseret News, for those yeah. of you who may not remember, is the the Mormon owned uh, daily newspaper. Daily newspaper here in the the Greater Salt Lake area. Yep. And and it is kind of cute. It, yeah. It's... Fortunately, though, we are still one of the rare two paper towns. We are, and we have a secular newspaper as well. Such so, as it is. Such a such. A, I I take it, and uh, you know, it's it's nice. It's okay. It's not what it used to be. No. The Tribune used to be a good newspaper. Well, and they're, they're, you know, like all papers, they're laying people off left and right. They don't know what they're, who knows what it's going to look like eventually. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just want to go through a couple of quick uh, other emails. Thought we'd let, we'd break it up a bit, but um, there's an email from Christine. Says, hey guys, want to chime in about the story you repeated about how uh, Christians having happy tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember this, Frank? We talked about a study that showed that Christian tweets use happy words, and oh right, yeah, and yeah. atheist tweets use grumpy words. <laughs> <laughs> and he, she says, what the data collectors failed to account for was how Christians tend to hate tweet using nice words like love, pray, and etc. etc. Mm, for example, Rich point. Rick Ferry's hate or Rick Perry. Rick Rick Ferry. I like Rick Ferry. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Rick Perry's hateful tweet about the Boy Scouts. Pray, quote, pray that the Boy Scouts of America stay strong to, and true to their traditional values. Mm. Yeah. If we were to quote word cloud that, it doesn't sound so bad. But in spirit, it's fucking hateful. Yeah, that's and fantastic. That's I an like the, excellent she, point. Yeah, it is. She also used the. the she also spelled fucking f asterisk asterisk k i n g, which it's okay. You can write the word out. Well, to us, your spam filter might. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, it, unless you've said that it can. Yeah, I've I've pretty much allowed all things sure. to come through. But it's a good. That's actually a good precaution. To yeah, take when emailing somebody. You're you right. Know. You're right. That's smart. Uh, so I just thought that was a great. Uh, that was a great point made by Christine. Uh, a, uh, Mike wrote to us. It, it, his email is a little too long to uh, to get through all the stuff. But it was nice to hear from you, Mike. Thanks. I just wanted to shout out to you. And uh, St- Stacia also wrote to us. Um, she made some good points as well. Uh, but again, also a very long email. Um, I wanted to touch on one of the things she said. She said... Uh, because hers was mostly in reference to our us talking about the monument and mm-hmm. sort of what we want the atheist movement to become and all sure. of that sort of thing. And she said uh, she 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 wanted to talk about the the question how do we create a community? Mm. And she said one she said one of the best parts about being an atheist is that we identify ourselves by our interests and passions. So we may not have the same kind of common ground to connect to each other without the quote blind glue of Jesus. Hmm. that makes people tolerate each other that otherwise would never choose to spend one second with the people in their religious community. Hmm. So she asks, as a, as atheists, do we create a community based on who we aren't? Doesn't, does that actually make sense? Hmm. How do we, how do you reasonably expect to draw people to come together as a community without a true common link? Yeah. That's a, it is, it's a good point. It's, it's something about, I think it's a, we all kind of wrestle with. Yeah, absolutely. Those I know I advocate. I, I mean, because you and I didn't didn't do any, may, may take any steps to like be a part of the atheist community or the atheist movement in the early days of our of our of our, of our podcast. Well, no, we. And, but I mean, it all. I think it all goes back to the fact that we're 
like for me personally, I never felt the need to seek out other atheists because everybody I knew was atheist. Well, that's true. You know, I didn't need to go to like, you know, the, the Salt Lake chapter of whatever to, to find a support group right. and make new friends and whatnot, because for whatever reason, our, our social group has, has and, a lot and of, no matter which direction you kind of branch out into it. Yeah, we've got a lot of there. It's just atheists everywhere, or agnostics, or people who are just non-believers or right. believers but not practicing and very casual about it. And, but here's something I would know. say to Stacia and and to you. Uh, one one thing that I have found is that a lot of my atheist friends uh, don't care about like sort of the political stuff that you and I care about. That's true. Don't care about a lot of the uh, the issues that we see out there in the world and so you know they're i feel like they're like a community of like-minded people in that respect people yeah. who care a lot about yeah the political ramifications of having a, a 10 commandments outside of a courthouse and care a lot about that sort of thing but that that's that's a community that is a community but that's but like you just said that's not going to be a community that appeals to everyone who is atheist. Right. And so it might be interesting, you know, um, I don't know, maybe there should be like, you know, some, uh, and there probably are somewhere, but like atheist knitter, knitting group, uh -huh. you know, and atheist coin collectors and atheist yeah. whatever's, right? Numismatists without God. A yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The humanist numismatist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Humanist, numismatist. See, I say yeah, that ten I know, times. It's difficult. And the, if you can, then you get in. Then you're the, automatic. The atheist philatelists. The, they'll wave your dues <laughs> if you can say it ten times. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, you, like maybe we need to get, have a few of those started up. Not atheist only, cooking groups, sure. atheist canning groups, atheist right. gardeners. You know, like just because she's she is right that we're going to do a lot better in tying groups together based on what you like to do common what, interests and common interests and and so like and wouldn't it be nice if the people that you found at your rose gardeners group right also also sort of saw the world and understood the world the same way and you didn't have to like worry about you know sure. god discussions yeah. seeping their way in mommy groups and then whenever like something truly important political does come up these these groups could all be networked, right? They band you know? together. Yeah. We all we're all yeah. And that probably does exist somewhere. I don't. It would take some looking into. <laughs> which we're too. Which I, we've I, already established. I would guess we're far if anywhere has anything like that, it would be like Kansas. Those Indeed. people are. They got it figured out. <laughs> or Oklahoma. Yeah, they seem organized. They seem or to... Houston, the Houston atheists. Houston or Austin. Yeah, they both have big yeah. atheist communities and stuff. They, uh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Put it together, and we will support you. <laughs> we won't put it together ourselves though no dear god no so atheist filmmakers sure you know. a a atheist filmmakers of america mm -hmm. it, yeah. it wouldn't be that big of a group i don't know zach's what snyder wouldn't be in it that's for damn sure yeah but we'd be in it that's true anyway uh how about this atheist celebrants of the fourth of july uh-oh. Everybody knows it's actually a religious holiday. And the way that I know that it's a religious holiday is because I was thumbing through the Tribune. 
and on the back page of one of the sections, I can't, I don't remember which one it was. Um, there was this huge full page ad. Oh, as you know, full page ads tend to be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, and it says in big, big uh, Helvetica letters in the middle, "In God We Trust." Oh, and then surrounding it are all these little uh, sections. You have like the president's section, the founding fathers section, Supreme Court justices, and it has all these quotes in each one of those sections from sort of prominent like presidents, so, you right. know, like George Washington and John Adams and uh, John Quincy Adams and all of those really... founding fathers. You have Patrick Henry and Benjamin Franklin and all these, all these guys who have all these things to say about God mm-hmm. being a part of this country and oh, how yeah. it actually is a Christian country and like, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and of course then I, this is just kind of beside the point. It's not where we're going with it, but I did notice that at the bottom of it, um, it says Hobby Lobby. <laughs> um, it's uh, the website is hobbylobby.com slash ministry projects. Mm. So anyways, so they're up to something over there at the Hobby Lobby. Ministering. They're not just making crafts. No. And, and they're not just some tacky frames. Supplying the world with horrible little little stamp cutouts for your mm. for your scrapbooking. Those aren't horrible. Some of them are bad. Some of them are great. Yeah. I got one that's a little foot. Oh, that's just cute. Cuts out a little hole that yeah. looks like a little baby's foot. Oh, scrapbook. So cute. So much fun. It was so cute. I like the little pinking shears. I do some borders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You know. Yeah. I like, I, I really always go for sort of these very three dimensionality, you know, or three dimensional. Oh, designs yeah. you know it's Puffy. super important oh yeah yeah you want to you want to feel you like want, it's jumping you, off the you page. open that page you want <laughs> layers and textures it's really really important open. so that you can just get that picture looking great noticing right finding now that i know that hobby lobby's all jesusy and shit mm-hmm. it kind of makes me want to do scrapbooking but just scrapbook atheist stuff or yeah, scrap sure. scrapbook stuff that they wouldn't want me to and then send them the pages in like hey look like, look what I did for your fucking pinking shears. Yeah, or or look at how great this page looks. Mm-hmm. And but and and make it, you know, all, exactly the kind of thing that yeah, they would want. Yeah. But then the but then but the message like, I hate God. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I hate the guy I don't believe exists. So anyways, so I sat there and, and like at first I was very dismissive of this thing. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what though? I should I should read. <laughs> these quotes i mean come on what yeah. am i what like what am i gonna find here some quotes that like totally contradict things that i've seen thomas jefferson say in other settings right like, what's what's gonna happen well you know it it brings up this interesting point which is you can pick any quote you want you can you pick it yeah well see here's you the can thing find a way to make our founding fathers say that this country was founded on christian principles or you can find ways to say that to say that they not. they were all yeah deists yeah which is which is which most atheists use as a stand-in for oh no they didn't believe in God right which is bullshit right they I mean they all talked about believing in God right but what's great is that both sides do the same trick which is they pick you're right they cherry pick out the quotes mm-hmm. that they like yeah and then they not only do they ignore all the rest of the quotations right but they uh the but but they 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 hear about the other quotations 
and then make them mean something that they don't mean. Right. So, like, re- read us some of the things okay, that, I'll the, re- uh, let me pull the, that, that are up. on the Hobby Lobby. I'll read the very, very first one. This Ooh, is yes, um, from George Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly implore his protection and favor. It's pretty pretty clear what he's saying there. Yeah. Except that, no, he didn't believe in God. He was just saying that to pacify the masses. Sure. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a that's, good That's, that's what the atheists would say. That one. Uh, John Adams, who we, we, were, we know. John Adams. Uh, we have no government armed with... Is that what it says? We have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to be... Uh, it is wholly inadequate to the government of any other, to huh. any other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. He throws the word religion in there. You could easily take the word religion out of there. Sure. And it would just be morality. And, right. And that would work right. too. But, right. But, no, but, he, but, but what, he says it. But what's interesting, and what we need to remember is that these groups, they're trying to tear down this wall of separation of church and state. Right. In this country. Um, and th- and they're th- justifying it using these quotes. quotes. Exactly. And yeah. they've, you know, there have been points in the, in our history that they've done a, when they've been very nicely inserted into the system. Mm-hmm. And then we've pushed back and now they're pushing back again. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, this is so what- everybody. So somebody trots out that John Adams quote and then somebody from the other side has to trot out the John Adams quote from the treaty or the, the quote from the Treaty of Tripoli, which was signed by John Adams, right. which says the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion. Right. This is confusing. It's hard. It's terrible. What are we going to do? Hey, it's just that's, awful. That's what we should do. We should just do a back and forth. You give me a Thomas Jefferson, I'll give you a Thomas Jefferson. We'll have okay. we'll have we'll have the great debate using these guys against themselves. Okay, let me let me, let me, let me find. Let me, let me, or you, or just pick anybody. I'm sure um, I'll be able to find something. Okay, let's do. Um, okay, I've got a John Quincy Adams here. Okay, cool. Is it not that in the chain of human events, the birthday of the nation is indissolubly linked with the birthday of the Savior? That it forms a leading event in the progress of the great dispensation? Is it not that the Declaration of Independence first organized the social compact on the foundation of the Redeemer's mission upon earth? That it laid the cornerstone of human government upon the first precepts of Christianity? Hmm interesting that is interesting i don't think i have a john quincy quote oh lined up on deck i, I was looking. boom okay you, you got one for the christian you got me on that one <laughs> hang on i'm gonna keep looking though okay you want another one yeah do another one uh benjamin franklin one this okay will, this this one be fairly easy for you yeah um i've lived sir a long time and the longer i live the more convincing proofs i see of this truth that god governs in the affairs of men if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid we've been assured in the sacred writings that unless the lord builds the house they labor in vain who build it i firmly believe this Mm. and i also believe that without his conjuring aid we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. 
Ooh. Ah, That was fiery. (laughs) I'm going to fire back with a shorter quotation Mm, from Benjamin Franklin. The way to see by faith is to shut the eye of reason. (laughs) I like it. There you go. I like it. All right. I, um, here, I'm going to throw one at you and see who see what you can come back at me ooh, with. Okay. Do you have a Do you have a Let's see a a Thomas Jefferson on deck. I'll get one. Okay. Uh, here's Thomas Jefferson. Um, I have examined all the known superstitions of the world, and I do not find in our particular superstition of Christianity one redeeming feature. They are all alike founded on fables and mythology. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my God! Let me let me work here. I wasn't I wasn't really looking for this. Um. Uh. Okay. Let me let me look. Okay. No, not that one. <laughs> um. TJ was kind of more on our side. He liked to do things like uh, like cut up the Bible and take out all of the magic parts and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that one's no good. Okay. Let's. Uh, the, <laughs> Okay, so chalk one up for me then. Yeah, you get one. All right, yeah, so that's one, one point each. Mm, uh-oh. We're one to one. All right, throw one out. Okay. Um, well, this is still coming from that thing. So this is um, John Jay. He was a co-author of the Federalist Papers and the first Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, shoot. Can I find? Do I have to find another John Jay or can I find an equivalent? Uh, Supreme Court Justice, sure. Does that uh, work? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. The Bible is the best of all books, for it is the word of God and teaches us the way to be happy in this world and in the next. Continue, therefore, to read it and to regulate your life by its precepts. Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers, and it is the duty, as well as the privilege and interest of our na- Christian nation, to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. Ooh. Yeah, so, something tells me he's uh, he's more in the Scalia camp of the court. <laughs> uh, I'm not uh I'm not sure I'm gonna find anything right yeah. off the bat. On but that. but nonetheless, it just it this this whole oh, discussion. Here you, go. here you here you go. Those who own the country ought to govern it. That's by John Jay. Oh cool. That's sort of a it's not really anti-religious but it's like you could twist it you could make that say yeah jesus doesn't govern our our country the people the, those the, who own it the people. okay um but i mean it's it's a useless game it, this, it, this it quoting is. the founding fathers to try to prop up your your position my really truly my reaction usually is just who cares? Uh-huh. Who the fuck cares what this guy a hundred or two hundred and fifty years ago or two hundred years ago had to say about yeah. it? We're talking about now. We're talking about the realities of our existence today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. It's a different. It is a different era. Years ago. It is a different era. It makes I mean, no I sense. think it is instructive to look at the because because it's easy to assume that everybody back in the 1770s was religious because you kind of had to be but it but the fact of the matter is that there are plenty of quotes out there from you know very famous uh statesmen mm-hmm. that that are like sort of counter to to religion mm-hmm. and that I, I mean that you're right that doesn't prove our points at all right. because it it's not what we're about but what it does show is sort of what the intention was. 
when the when when they founded this country, which wasn't what the right claims, what what the religious right likes to claim. Their intention was separation of church and state. They could be they could be religious on their own terms, right? And that was that was the whole point. A lot of these men, they like you're saying, they were religious. Yeah, they did believe in God. Of course, they did. So there was there was a full spectrum of of you know right. Like it, Not, was, it was a normal group of human beings. Some of them were going to be fervent believers and some of them are going to be fervent deniers exactly you know and in the middle there's a whole bunch that are whatever and so like it just yeah so it so it makes sense then Mm -hmm. that people who were descended from a group of people who left england specifically to get away from government telling them how they had to practice religion right it makes sense that they would want to make sure that there was a clear line yeah between one and the other yeah and that's the thing that we have to work to preserve. Right. Is that is that line, that, that wall between church and state. Right. And anyone as who wants to do that. <clears throat> who, cares, who cares what label we apply I don't, to these guys? Yeah. Deist. They were atheists. They were this. They were that. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? That's the important value. That's the important takeaway. Right. I think is, you know, I think if people start coming at you with, you know, who believed what, blah, 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 blah. The, the wrong approach is to do what we were just doing. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Find a, find an awesome quote that's like, you know, um, you know Thomas Jefferson saying something like, um, in every country and in every age, the priest has been, oh, maybe not this one, the priest has been hostile to liberty. He is always in alliance with the despot, abetting his abuses and in return for protection to his own. It is error alone that needs the support of government. Yeah. Truth can stand by itself. You're, that, it's, that's an interesting quote. You know? Yeah. Um, or something... Um, I got one from Susan B. Anthony that oh, yeah. I really like. I distrust those people who know so well what God wants them to do, because I notice it always coincides with their own desires. Mm. Yeah, I love that quote. That's a great quote. Um, Thomas Jefferson, uh, I am for freedom of religion and against all maneuvers to bring about a legal ascendancy of one sect over another. Yeah. Who is that? Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. 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 I mean, the whole whole idea here Mm -hmm. is that I want to celebrate a country that was, that was founded with, with plurality in mind. Exactly. I want to celebrate. I feel patriotic to this country when I think about how, how broad our brush is, how many people right. are welcome into this fold, yeah. even though it complicates all of the questions, even right. though it makes it impossible to have certain discussions. Right. That's fine. That's what's great about this country. And, right. and every time you look at countries that are having the most problems in the world, mm-hmm. the craziest, wackiest, like real, genuine, like awful stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. you, got, you, you don't have that plurality. Right. You know, you, you you look at, like, Afghanistan, and and it's not, you know, it, it, their inability, you know, the Taliban's inability to embrace plurality mm-hmm. is part is the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the issue. It's not even necessarily the religion thing. Mm-mm. The religion thing's almost ancillary to the mm-hmm. fact, to, but it, you know, it becomes this, this thing of, like, everybody has to be like us. We get to control everybody. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate that. I celebrate the, the that our our government is not supposed to do that. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. It's nice. And that's 
that's our thought for the 4th of July. Happy 4th, everybody. Hope you guys didn't get blown up with fireworks. Jesus Christ. Did you hear it last night? There was a, Well, I was I was in Park City last night. Well, I saw you post something about 2 a.m. Uh-huh. On your Facebook. Yeah. About 2 a.m. fireworks. Was well, that in Park City? It wasn't real fireworks. It was lightning. Oh. I heard fireworks being set off during the thunderstorm. <laughs> That's... Now, you can't improve on God, people. And I was like, who are these jackasses yeah. who are out there setting it? At least it was, you know. And they got, uh, our neighborhood, they've got some uh, some powerful ones. Oh, my God. You don't have to go anywhere for a fireworks show. It's going to happen right here. It's amazing. We literally, <laughs> like, at one point I heard some firecrackers going off. And I was like, oh, because firecrackers are illegal in Utah. Mm. I heard the little firecrackers going off. And then I started to hear, Boom! And I was like, what the, that is not, that you, where, it, I think someone, someone in our neighborhood has just dynamite. Yeah. Well, Brent and I sat and listened to firecrackers go off one string, which apparently they had like connected a lot of strings together, uh-huh. but one continuous firecracker round go for probably about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we were like, at a certain point, it just was absurd. We were like, when is that stop? It was like right, right few houses down. At what point like, does it stop being hell? fun? It was, yeah, you get bored of that. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. 30 seconds in, you're like looking at your watch. Mm-hmm. Are these things still going? Okay. But it was yeah. probably some little kid. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and they're like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And they never actually thought it through. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you would ever like to, you know, chime in. Yeah. Give us your two cents. Uh, you can do so at facebook.com slash djatheist. Sure, like chime, us, chime Leave away. a comment. Yeah, go write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Don't forget that all of our best listeners mm. also donate to us. <laughs> our, the finest listeners agree. The be- Yes, exactly. <laughs> Discerning listeners know that they go to... Thank God I'm Atheist.com and click on donate. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And uh, also there are videos on YouTube. Yeah. You can look at them if you haven't yet. Um, and then, of course, uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Yeah, so thanks. generously. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Bye.